Pandemonium. Things in uh, somewhat of a chaotic state oh. here. Hulk Hogan, I'm sure there's going to be a thorough investigation oh. by the World oh. Wrestling Federation oh. into what happened oh. here tonight. And I know you could not be any more disappointed. How much money did they spend on the plastic surgery, man? I had all bases covered. I had the Hulkamaniacs watching. DiBiase, I had Virgil in his place. Never in my wildest dreams, me, Gene, would I think that I would get ripped off by a penny pension two-timing referee. How much money on the plastic surgery? How much money did he spend to pay the referee off? When I turned around, me Gene, they were identical. Identical. the shoulder. The referee is paid off, brother. Look at the $100 bill falling out of his pocket. I know you're disappointed. Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bedlam. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you're listening to the Sports Desk. New Sports Desk. You're listening to the Sports Show. That's the case. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk. This is episode 172, and I apologize to you guys. We didn't drop an episode last week, and we can only take full responsibility for all the text message, the side eyes, all of the, you know, uh, upsetting vibes that I got throughout the week. You know, sometimes it's just like that. You know, it just felt like that. And me and my dog Black, you know what I'm saying? We had to, you know, you know, I don't know. Maybe we needed a break. I don't know. But we took a little break. But we back. We are back in the building. It's your guy. Well, like I said, Dedrick Eldix Jr., one half for your sportsologist. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back in the building once again. One of your face, favorite sportsologists in the building. D, let's get into it. Absolutely. It is my favorite time of the year. NBA playoff basketball is in full swing. We will give our thoughts and opinions on the weekend's action as we get ready for Game 2 tonight. We're recording on a Monday, around 6 p.m. Game 2s are about to tip off shortly. We'll get you all caught up to date of how we're feeling about the playoffs so far. We'll give our predictions, conference finals, who we think is going to get to the NBA finals, so forth and so on. Loaded basketball show. But, you know, I was chilling minding my own business. On Saturday, and uh, you know, I I, I, I enjoy uh, my brotherhood, my brotherly time with my brother Black. Shout out to my dog Kirk. You know what I'm saying? We all got together on Saturday night, and you know, we was chilling, man. We wanted to grab something to eat, watch some games. You know what I'm saying? Had a good time. You know what I mean? And we was talking sports, just chilling. You know, just. Minding our business, you know what I mean? And, you know, towards the end of our night, you know, we just started talking. And my dog, Kirk, said, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I, I think you should know something, man. And I said, what's up, Kirk? Now, Black! <laughs> Some people might say, you know, I am a tad bit biased to the late, uh, the great Kobe Bean Bryant. Wouldn't you say? 
Uh, very much so, my boy. Very much so. And I own that one thousand percent. Won't apologize to a soul alive about how I rock with Bean. I'll pull up on you right now if you want to talk that basketball life. So my dog Kirk kind of spilled the beans and said that there's a young man out here, out here in this world, who him and Black know, conversate with, talk about sports with, and shout out, bro. You know, everybody got an opinion. We all do. None of our opinions are right. None of ours. But their opinions, okay? So, uh, you know, this young man is about to make his debut <laughs> on the sports desk because what I was told is that this young man, is he a, is a big-time Miami Heat fan? Yes, he is, sir. I mean, would you say that he has Miami Heat in his blood? Uh, he's from Miami. He's so yeah, I would say that. Okay. So he's a big, big, big supporter of one of the greater players of our time, Dwayne Wade. Absolutely, sir. Dwayne Wade, fantastic player. Mm-hmm. Three championships, versatile athlete. You knock him down, he get right back up. Decorated and successful career. Wouldn't you say Dwayne Wade overachieved? I would say that, yes, sir. I would say that as well. No knock on Dwayne Wade. Matter of fact, I enjoyed seeing the man play every time I got the chance. But this ain't about no admiration about Dwayne Wade. <laughs> so I'm going to set the table and we're going to get this young man on the phone. Matter of fact, let me go on and get all these. Because <laughs> when I hear things, I'm not taking any type of blasphemable disrespect Towards Kobe Bean Bryant. So what are you all out there thinking? Well, what is D talking about? D, you kind of got me lost here. Well, Black, what is my guy named Tavares? Tavares Campbell. Tavares Campbell, my man. We're about to get this young man on the phone. And Black, you know, I just want to talk to the young man. (laughs) Because my man Tavares Campbell is out here in the world saying that Dwayne Wade was better than Kobe Bean Bryant. Correct? Correct. And he is also out here saying in the world that Kobe Bean Bryant is not a top 10 NBA player of all time. Correct, sir. Correct. (laughs) Now, this is his opinion. Yeah. I am not here to villainize this man for his opinion, but he need to talk to me. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to get this young man on the phone. This is going to be his debut of sports. Like, I hope this man answers. Because we're going to have a conversation today. For sure. Come on, young man. Don't leave me hanging. Hello? Ah, uh, Mr. Tavares Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Tavares, what's up, my boy? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. Life treating you good, man? Yes, sir. Glad to have you, man. First of all, welcome to the sports desk, man. All right, nice to, nice to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. My, I, I'm, well, my man's, I'm not about ceremonies. <laughs> so you, sir, from what I understand, you are a lifer. Miami, from Miami, Miami Heat fan, Dwayne Wade representative, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For yes, sure, sir. for sure. Now, now, may I ask you, how old are you, sir? 29. 29 years old. Sir, <laughs> I, I am, Lord willing, be 38 years old this May. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. I have two questions for you, sir, and the floor will be yours to answer the questions. And then me and you gonna have a little conversation because I just gotta know, my man. 
<laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so if it, it is true, shout out to my dog, Kurt, and my brother, Black. Tavares, are you out here in the world believing that Dwayne Wade was a better basketball player than Kobe Bean Bryant? Yes, I okay. stand by that. Okay, for sure. Respect. <laughs> now, could you please enlighten me on what particulars and what type of ground you stand on to make that erroneous statement? <laughs> All right. I start off by saying this. To un- truly understand where I'm coming from, you had to be able to watch way on a night in, night out basis. Mm-hmm. And it's no it's no disrespect to Kobe. Kobe was great. Mm-hmm. But how I look at Kobe, and we all know the whole, you know, the whole Shaq conversation, you know, he never was better than Shaq for the time he w- when Shaq was over there. Mm-hmm. And the time he had when Shaq left during that period of time, Kobe was really irrelevant. But and then, you know, later on, they grabbed the soul and all of they won the championships. But I say this and say that Kobe was able to jack up a lot of shots. See, if you zoom in on Kobe, Kobe missed a lot, a lot of shots. But what, what saved Kobe and what grew a lot of people to him is that he made a lot of shots at the end. He was clutch. I give him that he was clutch. But it's like, how can we ignore the first Let's say, let's just say the first 46 minutes of the game, but the last two minutes, that's when Kobe really was in awe. Then when you look at Dwayne Wade, similar, the same type of player in my eyes, but Wade jumped into the league with no expectations, came mm. in in 06 mm. when he went to the, his first NBA Finals, mm-hmm. had an NBA Finals that really nobody never had. Like, that's one of the greatest NBA Finals ever. None of Kobe Finals came close to what Wade did at only 24 years old. Mm. And then you got Kobe, like I say, and I, I don't take nothing away from Kobe. I hate I hate to even bring up this argument, but mm-hmm. when, when you when you look at the game now, what makes this even easier to say now, because Kobe was realized, oh, one of the greatest scorers ever. But now when you look at the game, like a guy like Kevin Durant, LeBron, even a sample size of Kawhi Leonard make – that Kobe being the greatest scorer laughable because mm. Durant doing it at a Durant doing it at a high level and he's efficient. Mm. LeBron efficient, even Kawhi playoff time. These guys are efficient without jacking up the ball thirty to forty times. Mm. And I give Kobe credit; he made difficult shots. But when you highlight him and Wade career, there was it was well for the first eight seasons. I give Wade the edge. Wade was plagued with injuries but Wade took the team over he had his whole city named after him Kobe ain't take his team over to about I think probably maybe like seven eight years in once Shaq clearly left and then it was just him over there but zooming in like I say Kobe missed more way more than he make but it what saved him is that he was just clutch okay and then a lot of people like to say you know Kobe was good defensively Kobe was good but guess Dwayne Wade is the all-time shot blocking by a guard in NBA history. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that gets swept under the rug. Not taking mm-hmm. that away mm-hmm. from Kobe defense. But mm-hmm. Wade, I'm telling you, to watch Wade. Wade was my favorite player until Of I course, you, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, until until I was able to see LeBron on the night in, night out basis. And when he came to Miami, and then I seen why LeBron was, you know, but 
Okay. I just don't I don't view Kobe as how everybody view him, especially okay. when it comes to scoring. Okay, all right. Okay. If 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 you don't mind, sir, may I interject? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, first of all, um you are probably the most uh uh laughable person <laughs> that I've ever come across <laughs> with the argument about Kobe being bright. Some points to your satisfaction, sir. You say Dwayne Wade was more of an efficient scorer than Kobe Bryant. Okay, that's fine. Dwayne Wade could not shoot the three. Matter of fact, Dwayne Wade couldn't shoot the ball 15 feet or back. His highest percentage from a three-point shooter was 30%, one of the league's worst. Second of all, Dwayne Wade is a versatile player. He is a hustler. He made his money by getting to the basket, getting knocked down, and getting back up. You know why Kobe Bryant didn't have to do that? Because he was more talented. Third no, of all, no, hold on, no, hold on. I, I let you speak. I let <laughs> okay, you speak. You got it. You got I let it. you speak. Third you of all, it. when you talk about totality of careers, totality of careers, I'll give you Dwayne Wade's NBA Finals moment when he won his ring against the Dallas Mavericks, but that's one ring. The other two rings won the back of LeBron James. So he has one title to his claim where he averaged the most free throws in NBA history in the NBA Finals. This man went to the line 25 times after game two. 25 times where he scored his points. So he didn't do this during the game. He was fouled, quote unquote, and went to the line and shot a miraculous 90% from the free throw line. I know my that's stuff. A part of, that's hold a part on, of hold on. I'll let you speak, man. <laughs> okay. okay. Hold, your, hold your points and then I'll okay. let you gladly, gladly <laughs> jump in here. This is the okay. sports desk. This is what we do, dog. Okay. Okay, next up. Kobe, Bre- Kobe Bean Bryant with the ball in his hands was a literal threat. A threat. Everyone in the arena and everyone around were scared, terrified of the Mamba. This is a fact. That's why it's called Mamba Mentality. I don't hear nobody here talking about Flash. Ain't that his nickname? Mm. Yeah. I don't hear nobody yeah. talking unless you go to Miami. Miami ain't that big. You got to come out Miami for anybody to be talking about the Flash. <laughs> Mamba Mentality. This is what the league is about. Look at all of the players who mimic the greatness of Kobe Bean Bryant. Five titles. Let's go back to uh, Kobe Bryant's second championship if I have a little bit more of your time. Shaquille O'Neal, the most dominant big man in the league. Everybody was saying he was dominant, and he was. Shaq getting finals MVP, he deserved them. But when Shaq fouled out with this series on the brink against the Indiana Pacers, maybe you should YouTube this, you're a young man. Kobe Bean Bryant. (laughs) took over the fourth quarter and overtime and iced the Indiana Pacers to let the league know he had arrived. The Lakers then decided throughout the tragedy of the breakup between him and Shaq that they were going to ride with Kobe Bean Bryant. And you know what happened as a result of that? Before Kobe Bryant got back to the NBA playoffs, he won the MVP. Now, sir, how many MVPs does Dwayne Wade have? I'll wait. All right. He has none. All right. So we're going to keep it moving. Dwayne Wade has not even been considered for a first team all defensive player. Yeah, he can block shots. That's cool. But name me a time when he was named first team all defense at the two guard. You want to know why he wasn't named first team all defense? Because there was another two guard in L.A. getting that accolade. That's why his name was Kobe Bryant. See, every time Dwayne Wade thought he was doing something, Kobe did it better. You want to talk about his high volume of shooting? Okay, that's fine. You're talking about how he gets his points. Everybody gets their their points differently. Steph Curry gets it from three. Giannis gets it at the paint. Everybody's game is different. So that point is irrelevant, sir. 
The blaspheme takes that you take on the greatness of Kobe Bean Bryant while Dwayne Wade wishes, wishes he could have had the career that Kobe Bean Bryant and the respect that Kobe Bean Bryant had out of Miami. Sir, that's just never going to happen ever because the facts stay career wise, accolades wise, everything wise, the better player bar none top to bottom stat wise and factual wise. Is the Mamba, sir? Your turn. That sounded good, but I know it did. You, <laughs> you, you brought up the 08. Now the criteria. See, you got to look at it at hindsight now, because now you got more. You got more things to judge from from now and back then. So when you think of, like for example, Westbrook won the MVP, and it was like I think the sixth seed when he got the triple double to game the MVP. That 08 year when when Kobe won it, Wade clearly had the better season than Kobe. But the only reason they gave it to Kobe because he had a better record than the Miami Heat. I think the Heat that year was, I think, the fifth or sixth seed. Are you so, saying then, Dwayne Wade was in the conversation? Yeah, he they they robbed him. They finished because remember back first time back for everything. Then, yeah, back then in them times, they only only gave it to the person with the best record, Kobe. Finished first, uh, Braun was second, and then um, uh, Wade finished third. And that was literally only because of the Heat record. Okay. And then you bring up the Mamba mentality. For sure. This is, see, that's a brand. And this is the same reason why a lot of people, when you bring up Jordan versus LeBron, a lot of people would never say it because even you could go to a young, a little kid, they're going to know who Jordan is over LeBron because Jordan has a brand. And the same thing with the moment mentality. So a lot of people gravitate to Kobe. Even myself, I like Kobe because it's mentality. So, of course, you, you, you I give you that edge when you talk mentality, but that's why he was feared. But that's more so like. If are, you are, clearly, are, are you saying that they took it and made money off of it? It wasn't a real thing. It, it no, it was real. Oh, for but sure. They 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 branded it more than people was. It was it was it was branded more than it was feared. Well, you you're you're a smart man. I'm pretty sure that anything in the world here that is worth making money, you know, you can get behind that. But let me tell you something. When Kobe was on the floor, when he was on the basketball floor, it wasn't no brand, my friend. That was real life. And ask Dwayne Wade whenever you get a chance to talk to him, how many times Kobe Bryant sent him to the house looking crazy. They Go look the up the head-to-head. Go they look up the head-to-head. Head. They always, Lakers always had the better team. Go look it up head-to-head, though. Go look it up head-to-head when you get a chance, my friend. If you, I feel like if you switch them out, even if you switch them out, if you put, if you put Kobe where Wade was in 06, they definitely... Definitely wouldn't have beat the Mavericks. They wouldn't have won the championship there yet. But Oof. you put Wade, in, you okay. put Wade, you put Wade in any situation that Kobe was in, and there'd be the same results. Well, that is <laughs> like that is the, say, that is one of the most <laughs> disgusting. Nah, you can't because Wade. It, they was this Wade was Wade made more shots. Wade was clutch and he was efficient. He was a defender. Kobe, well, how clutch Kobe was he? Came, how clutch uh-huh. was it? Because when number six, you know who number six is? You know who number, number six, six is? When he came down to South Beach, you know who his, you know his name? Ooh, Brian. Yeah, you know, you know LeBron, Bro, right? Hey, Brian came down here 
to play with Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. But who was the best no player? Who was the best like player and took over Miami when he got there? And Dwayne Wade was almost an afterthought first, for four years. Not the first year. The first year, Wade had to. Wade had. That's when Wade had to go to LeBron and say, "You know what? I take the backseat because they was bumping heads." No, no, because they lost. That's why. Yeah, because they, they were stepping on. They were stepping on each other's toes. Okay. They so Dwayne Wade was being the bigger man. That's what you're saying. Yeah, he he, he wasn't being be. a bigger man. It was fact. LeBron but was the better he, player. I mean, Dwayne Wade, no, get out I, the way. I don't wanna, that's true. I don't want to put Wade um, Wade versus LeBron. Okay, good. LeBron was the better player. Okay, well, LeBron was. That's what made. Well, but well, how how I look at Kobe is like if he was such a monster scorer, how many he had what like two scoring titles? Scoring titles don't define anything. Scoring but titles. What I'm you, saying. Scoring titles don't define Kobe. nothing. Yeah, but Kobe was known for his relentless scoring. He was. How can you be? And so when you look at the game today, I like I always tell, like I tell Ernest, I take Kevin Durant over Kobe with my eyes closed. Yeah, that's fine because and he's seven foot and he could shoot over the defense. That's an easy choice. No, Kobe was six six. Who Kobe still had the advantage, especially back in his day. Who was sticking Kobe that was just taller than Kobe? Kobe no one, not even Dwayne Wade. Next, okay, and that was another event. Wade was six foot. They listed him at six foot. He looked shorter than that, but he still got the job done. Oh, you that sounds like a Miami Heat personal problem. Nah, but you can't give me one Kobe moment playoff time that's better than that's better than Wade what he did. Well, let me stop you there. I just named I just named one I just named one moment in particular. One moment and then matter of fact, let's go to the Western Conference Finals. You know that commercial that you see all the time? Where you see Kobe Bryant throwing that alley oop to Shaquille O'Neal, you, you remember that? You're a young man; yeah, you might not Shaq. know about that. Yeah, I remember the Shaq. Yeah. Uh, go to the uh, second round that same year against the Sacramento Kings and see who was the leading scorer and the reason why the Lakers got over the home of Shaquille O'Neal just couldn't stay out of foul trouble. You want to know who that yeah, was? That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Listen, go to when the wait, Lakers won hey. that third championship and three in a row when they beat the Nets and see who the leading scorer uh, was and the most efficient scorer on that team was Nets, that championship year. That was one of the and guess what. That was the Lakers, one of the easiest Lakers championship in their not, franchise history. Not the Lakers' fault. The they did what they supposed to do in the West. Oh, oh, exactly. Okay. It's the same thing. That same thing you saying Shaq was in foul trouble. Same, Shaq was in foul trouble in 06 too. That's why we had the average 34. Shaq, I think that series average Shaq was 50 years points. old. And get... And he's, but still, he was, he was still relevant okay. at the time, but not in that series. Well, well you know, and, and you know, man, I, you know, I just wanted to get your thought because you know, this is going to be something we'll never agree on, and that's fine. I just want to hear your takes, and I think your takes are absolutely erroneous and asinine. <laughs> so we're going to move on to the second part of this question because I don't want to chew on so much time here. We got to get to a lot of other things here on the sports desk. By the way, thank you, man, okay. for coming on onto the show. Really appreciate you taking the time out to do this with us. Second no question no for you, Mister Tavares. Kobe Bean Bryant. You say he is not a top 10 NBA player of all time. He might be 11th. Is that a correct statement that you have said? No, I could I could squeeze him. Oof. You say he you not, could what? He not top five. He's definitely not top five. Okay. But top 10, I don't got, I got to like just Google a list of players. You have to Google a list of players to see if Kobe's in the top 10. Off the top of my head. Off the top of my head, I know he's not top five. Name me players who are in your top 10 just right now. You ain't got to Google none. I want to hear players right now who are above Kobe being Brian right now. Okay. I go, I go LeBron. Of course, Jordan. I go Jordan. Yeah, Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. I go. Tim Duncan. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, there. Yeah, there's no one else. No, no, I'm missing some. Dirk, I put Dirk Nowinski over him. You say Dirk Nowinski has a better career than Kobe Bean Bryant. He does. He is over yeah, Kobe I in the top like ten. Dirk, Dirk, see, you. Oh, can't I'm just asking. Keep, I'm just asking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got. Okay. Dirk. Ne- next name. Um, I had Dirk. Who else I put Ooh. over Kobe? Um, Magic. <laughs> um, that's only five players, sir. That yeah, means you have to have four you more. You said name five. You said no, name five. I, I just I told him to ask me some. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's the, the magic thing, I'm not gonna argue. I'm a Laker fan. I ain't gonna do the magic conversation. That's fine. Shaq, not gonna mm-hmm. argue that. Most dominant player ever. Not gonna argue that. Not gonna or, or argue Jordan LeBron, in my opinion. Those are the two greatest players in NBA history. Myself, I, I have Kobe. I have Kobe in the top five of all time. He is better than Tim Duncan, and he's better than Dirk Nowitzki. Okay. So the Dirk Nowitzki conversation. Can you just expound on that just a tad? And then we're going to kind of wrap this up because this is the most (laughs) blasphemable, out-of-control comment in sports desk history for you to sit up here and say, Dirk Nowitzki is better than Kobe Bean Bryant, and you got him over him in the top 10 list. Please enlighten me, Mr. Tavares. Dirk Nowitzki. He, like Kobe came into the establishment, he was groomed by Shaq. He had Phil. He came into something that was established, and he picked up on later up on his career. Kobe, like his seventh, eighth year, he took the throne, and it still was debatable. Never had a chokehold on the lead with Dirk. Clearly, Dirk. If besides it was just Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowinski. Kevin Garnett had about two great years when he was considered one of the greatest, just for two years, like the old three, old four year. But Dirk Nowinski clearly was the greatest. Arguably the greatest power forward to play. He was one of the most unstoppable players. He was seven one with the kickback. He was just he was just a dominant offensive player. Okay, and he made buckets. Okay, when you talk about this is score, we talking about if Kobe your best argument, he's a scorer. You got to put the numbers next to it. Kobe missed more than he make, and that's a fact. So that's and why he that's why he's not top ten. I mean. He could squeeze in the top ten, but he's definitely not. He got to be out of your top five. So, so, so he's not a top. Well, five first player. of all, he'll never be out of my top five. <laughs> he's not a top five okay, player. So, so you say Dirk Nowitzki had a choke cold on the league? Hmm. Let me think. When Dirk Nowitzki, Dirk Nowitzki had the best record in basketball, the not Dallas a, not a choke. They cold. swept Kobe. Yeah. What what happened that year when they swept Kobe? The same. Oh year yeah yeah yeah. Same year he uh, went on to win. He went on and won uh, his title. He won no, his no, title. No 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 no. no. They Kobe got swept okay. by Dirk Nowinski. Okay, he got okay. swept, and that's fine. But you want to know what that's the La- what I'm saying. You want to know what so the Lakers was, was doing? The- hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to know how many times Kobe sent the Dallas Mavericks home? Because you got to think, Kobe Bryant was in in year sixteen when Dirk Nowinski finally got him a win. And you want to know what Kobe was doing the two years before that, my friend? He was hosting up the Larry O'Brien Trophy and winning Finals MVP. Well, who, what? who was on that team? Nah, uh-uh, 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 that's what we're talking team? about. Like, we hey, ain't talking about saying, the team, bro. Nah, nah, we finna good. talk about it this. We, hey, hey that, we ain't I, talking the, about the teams. Kobe, that we shit. are talking about what, what Kobe Bryant was doing in year 15 and year 16 before Dirk Nowitzki beat him. Huh? How many times did Dirk Nowitzki beat the Los Angeles Lakers in the playoff series? How many times? Once. And he did swept them. It was remarkable than any time Kobe. So that's beat. more triumphant. The one time that he beat the Lakers, the sw- who swept a them? sweet. He didn't just beat them. He sweet dogged them. 
Rewatch that. Okay, that's fine. You I'm like not arguing that. They got but, literally but, it. It was no. They they dog y'all. Okay, but check, check this out no, real quick. Real quick. When Kobe Bean Bryant accepted his MVP trophy, you want to know where he accepted it at? He accepted it on the floor in Los Angeles in the Staples Center right before a playoff game. When Dirk Nowitzki won the MVP, his MVP year, you want to know where Dirk Nowitzki accepted his MVP award at? In New York City in NBA Studios. You want to know why? Because the number one seed Dallas Mavericks, under the tutelage and the guidance of the MVP Dirk Nowitzki, got sent home by the Golden State Warriors. Now talk about that, buddy. <laughs> huh? talk, talk to me about that Since you want to talk about Dirk sweeping the Lakers Okay cool But tell me The MVP seasons Kobe accepted his trophy On the Staples Center floor Before a playoff game In front of his home crowd Dirk Nowitzki As the number one seed Best record in basketball Got beat in five games By the Golden State Warriors He accepted his MVP trophy In New York City <laughs> hey, that's fine. He he got it though. It don't matter where you get it. Oh, okay, he got it. It don't matter. Hey, it don't. It don't. It don't. Okay, and we and Tavares, we always talk about this. Believe we didn't have conversations uh, day in and day out about uh, about this. And you know, we and like I told you, for me, Kobe is 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 up there as well. But um, the thing with me with you looking at Kobe is is as like him not being efficient, but the game of basketball and we see it with LeBron. We know LeBron is efficient, but we see LeBron's best when it when when it counts or when it's on the line in the playoffs. We were just talking about it today when LeBron mm-hmm. show up for the playoffs. He it's it's nothing to even think about. We were just yeah, we were just, just looked at Ke- we just looked at Kevin Durant struggle against the Boston Celtics. We like what the hell's going on? But Cole, you oh, have man. to put Kobe Bryant in that echelon of players. When the playoffs get here and it's and it's time yeah, to show up, but he so, showed nah, up. I see now. Nah, look, I can't let you get away with that because we all know Durant gonna bounce back. That's game one. Durant, when it comes to playoffs, Durant, when it comes to playoff time, Durant turn up as well. He had one bad game. I give him that. But Kobe was still shoot. See, even in the playoffs, Kobe still carried that bad shooting stuff into the playoffs. He was cerebral. His mentality was locked in, but he still was mi- – when Durant got in the playoffs, when LeBron got in the playoffs, even Co- – granted, Kobe never even had that what, – what Kawhi did a, a couple years ago, that would stick more than anything Kobe ever All did. All right, conversation over. <laughs> conversation over. Hey, and I'm not a big Kawhi conversation fan. Conversation over, I'm my friend. I'm not a big Kawhi fan, but that's Co- – Conversation I, over because you know what? Like nah, 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 nah. Because you, you, like, you don't – I, I you just don't, like to speak facts. You don't take – no, you ain't speaking no facts. Because you ain't taking into consideration. You ain't taking into consideration. You're not taking into consideration the competition that Kobe Bryant and the Lakers face in the. No, 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 no. We got to do that. We can't. We got to do that. Because you want to tell me. Hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on. Let me get this off. Okay. Let me get this off. You want to tell me what Kawhi did with Toronto? Toronto. His playoff run in Toronto. Was, was it more of a staple than anything Kobe Bryant ever did in his playoff run? That's what you're ba- telling me. Ba- based based off the numbers, 
Cause this analytic. Oh, you're an analytic guy. Yeah, he. I, he's definitely about your analytic. Game. I get it's it now. It's a part of the game. Okay. It's a part of the game. Okay. Okay. It's a part of the game. You're an analytic guy. Hey, I don't. I hate to do it. Even the eye test. You can't, bro. The eye test. One thing about Kawhi Leonard. We could talk about one thing about him. He he got like an Anthony Davis thing. When you say you know they talented, but they just always hurt. When the boy healthy. And he in the playoffs. Okay. It's something we never. What did we see? He had one. Seen, he had one he, playoff run. No, it one. Was, it was it was great though. What it was that playoff run was an A performance. Like it was it was just a solid ten. So the Kobe five titles that Bryant got. 10. So the five never, titles that Kobe got. The five titles that he Three got, come from and the seven home, oh, and the seven total finals appearances that he had against Kawhi Leonard's three appearances that he's had. He has two rings and one loss on his head in the finals. So you mean to tell me that one Toronto run when he beat a broken down shell of themselves go to state Warriors team who they had to pray to God that Steph Curry didn't hit that forty foot three point to force a game seven back at Golden State? You talking about that? Hey, Get I'm talking here, about no, 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 no. I ain't even bring up the finals. I'm talking about what led them to get there. From you just talking about the Philly even, series. That's it. That's all you, you talking about. If you go from against Milwaukee too, okay. What he did against Milwaukee, Milwaukee and Giannis, okay. It, just him getting there, just the, from the first round, second, and the in the conference finals. You could take out the final because I'm the type he ain't go against Durant and and Clay went down. So is I put an asterisk next to. That championship, but nah, I'm just you ain't got to do that. He won. won. He won. He won, but that just them playoff run, them first three rounds, he dominated the game okay. of basketball. He did. Okay, that's fine. He did. He had a great run, and, but sir, and Kobe, but, but sir, we not going. We not going to have Kobe. I'm just think about it. Kobe, and then when they got when they got Paul Gasol, which was an A player when they acquired him from Memphis. Okay, you fast forward. Ron Artest was the guy who Ron Artest had to drop 20 in that. All right, all right, all right, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right, no, 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 no. We not, we not, we not, we not finna do that, dog. We not finna do that. Not on my show. We not finna do that here, bro. We not finna do that because this, this type of verbiage and language that you're using right now, sir, this is the most unbelievable foolishness that I've ever heard in sports desk history. All right. Okay. Everybody get saved. Everybody get saved, bro. You want to, you want to know who saved Dwayne Wade career? Guess who saved Dwayne Wade career from having that one lone championship and him barely making the NBA top 75? His name was nah, LeBron no, James. Nah. Because you nah, want to be real? If you're going to look at Dwayne Wade's number, hold on, bro. Hold on. Hold on. If you're going to look at Dwayne Wade numbers and their very last NBA Finals appearance when they got beat by the Spurs four games to one, I don't even remember Dwayne Wade getting off the bus. What? Yeah, he was hurt. He oh, was here we go. Hey, that's a fact. Well, sir, Mr. Tavares, it was great having you on the sports <laughs> desk. We really enjoyed you. We will have to do this again, sir. I had a great time. Yeah, great time because me and you, we're going to have a lot more conversations uh, on the sports desk because we have to further this, but we have to get into all the NBA <laughs> playoff basketball and break everything down, sir. I appreciate your time. Thank you for chopping it up with me and my dog Black and my friend. Lock my number in your phone because if you ever yes. see that number show up, just pick it up. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Nice having you. Hey, All man. Right. Thank you for coming in, man. All right, bro. All right. Take care, man.
All right, all right, man. So yeah, this is what we do here on the sports day. So shout out, Mister <laughs> Tavares, for coming on to the sports desk with his erroneous, disgusting, unbalanced comments about Kobe Bean Bryant being a top ten player, and for some odd reason, he believes Dwayne Wade was a better basketball player. Not only Dwayne Wade, he believes Dirk Nowitzki is a better <laughs> basketball player. Not only that, he also believes that Kawhi Leonard's Toronto Raptors run was better than Kobe did anything Kobe ever did in the postseason. <laughs> Listen, guys, if y'all want to get at bruh, we'll have him back on his takes at a later date. Black, want to wrap this up? Yeah, man, I love it, though. Everybody's sport takes. You yeah. know, that's why that's why it's a sports desk. So that's we why it's a sports desk. Come in and give their takes on what they believe, yeah. man. And I love basketball. Shout out to Tavares, man. We have many, many conversations on a day-in basis, man, at work. Yeah. He's one of the coolest guys I know, man. He's going to debate basketball with you back and forth. For sure. He believe what he believe in. One thing he's going to always bring up, the analytics, like you said, my mm-hmm. boy, the stats. The yeah. stats speak, you know, so yeah. he's going to always bring them up, but uh, appreciate him coming in on the sports desk, man, and uh, giving us some love on uh, the whole Kobe and D-Wade, uh, who's the better player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna save his number in my phone as Mr. Analytic. That's what his number's gonna be in my phone, Mr. Analytic. You know what I'm saying? And like Black said, appreciate the bars for coming on. And any one of y'all out there listening want to have some conversations that are blasphemic, you can just let us know, man, and we'll dial you in. And we'll have these types of conversations. Had a great time doing that. Look forward to talking to Mr. Tavares uh, on a later date. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into NBA playoff basketball. Can't wait, man. Going to have some good conversation. to my absolute favorite time of the year. I say this quite often. NBA basketball. I just thoroughly enjoy the series. It's just my favorite time of year. I love the words game one, game two, game three. I love the word, the words Western Conference Finals. I just love the energy that it brings and the playoffs are indeed underway. Black, let's go back to Saturday uh, where the playoffs kicked off. Game two is getting ready to kick off uh, shortly. And um, looking forward to those things. So let's go ahead and get into the first game of the day. This past Saturday, Black, the Utah Jazz take a one to nothing series lead over the Dallas Mavericks who do not have Luka Doncic. Uh, Mavs fought valiantly, all right? 99-93, that Jazz getting the win. Black, where does this series lie without Donkic? You saw Dallas scratch and claw and scratch and claw. That home crowd giving them as as much energy as they could to keep them in this game. But the writing's on the wall if the Mavs don't have Donkic, don't you think? Uh, Yeah, very much so. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Uh, Ever since they made the trade, uh, sending Porzingis to the Wizards and uh, been able to get Dan Witty. And uh, another another young piece. I don't know. I don't know the kid's name, but this team has been really, really solid. They had one of the best records since All Star break. 
to get them into this fourth seed. And it's it's tough that they don't have Luka. And I'm thinking, man, like, <laughs> it seemed like uh, the time in the end of the season, the last couple of games, when your spot is already kind of solidified. Um, I, um, I know you told me that Dallas still was kind of uh, in play for the three C with the Warriors, so I don't know if that has something to, something to do with them playing a Luca. But in them type of moments, D, I just feel like Luca shouldn't have been on the floor because he's so viable to the team. Well, you can't predict and injury. You you and you and you cannot predict it. But um, Luca not being a part of this series, and man, I hope he can find a way to get back. But it's not looking it's not looking very good because we know how those. Those calf strains or muscle strains, whatever it may be, how they can be, you know. So, and we know the type of player that Luca is, inside out. He uses he he uses everything. He he needs his legs. He need, and he does he don't have them. And for him to be able to get back in the series is going to be very tough. I know the Mavericks are, are going to fight D, but if they can't get him back on the floor, this this series probably is going to be a sweep by the Jazz, or it might it may go five. But without Luca. The Mavericks are not going to win this series. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, we were just talking about Luca finally has a team around him. Um, he has key players, Finney Smith, uh, Spencer Didwitty, um, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. He just has they has a they have a lot of nice pieces around Luca. Luca this year has been distributing the basketball. His assists are up. Uh, to match his rebound and his point play. So Luca has risen to get these guys involved and they can make shots. I mean, we've seen Spencer Ditwitty do his thing all year long when he got to Dallas. Mm -hmm. But without your superstar, without your key guy, they need someone to combat what Donovan Mitchell is capable of. And that person is Luca Doncic. And Luka Doncic is out. Game two is tonight. Luka Doncic is out. He is not going to play tonight. This, um, this is make or break for Dallas. Dallas has to win this game tonight. Somehow, some way, by hook or by crook. They got to find a way to get win this game. Because if they go down 0-2 and go back to Utah, I just don't think the Mavs chance. Luka playing on the road, testing out that calf in a first-round series when they're in such a hole that's going to derail Luka from getting healthy for his future. Yeah, and, and, and uh, piggyback off what you're saying is with them having game two tonight, they give them a couple. Of, I think the next game is game three. I think they don't play Friday. again until like maybe Friday. Friday so I that believe. gives game you three. a little more times if the maps can find a way. But for me, D, if it's if it's one person I'm looking at, I'm looking at Spencer Dinwiddie. We know he's a scorer of the basketball. He can score. We have to see if they'll be able to put him in situations where he can be successful and the guys around him make timely shots and make and make timely buckets when when needed. Cause we are, we know we know what the deal is with the Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell, they gonna pound him, pound him inside. Defensively, Gobert, he's gonna be around that basket, so it's gonna be tough to get a lot on the inside. So they have to make timely baskets, timely threes, and hope Spencer Dinwiddie can get hot and be able to steal a game from the Utah Jazz. And it's crazy we saying steal because if Luca was in this game, we we'll be having a different conversation. But for them to steal a game against Utah and go on the road and give Luca what maybe two or three more days to see how he can be on that leg, I'll feel a little more hopeful. But like you say, they have to find if they don't get this game, D, the writing is really on the wall for the Dallas Mavericks in this series. Those calves are tricky, man. And I, and 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 when you start dealing with a wayward calf, that's attached to your Achilles. And we've seen what happened to Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals. He came back early. He came back early. The Raptors were uh, up two games to one. 
Critical game. Durant came back. Popped his calf. Popped his Achilles. All right. We've seen what he can do. I just don't think the Mavs are going to chance Luka Doncic out there on the floor. I really think this thing has to get to a game six or game seven before you can start seeing Doncic again. Okay. And it just doesn't look good. All right. Dispenser did witty comment that you, uh, comments that you made. I, I get it, but he not Donovan Mitchell. We, I, I understand when that. Donovan Mitchell that. get going, Jordan Clarkson get going. They have it, Conley. When these guys get going in Utah, Spencer Dinwiddie ain't gonna be enough. He could yeah. drop a forty piece. Yeah, and I'm not saying, it, but no, the I guys around saying. him, I know what the you're guys saying. around him no. need to help make time. I'm not saying he can do it himself. No, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, even if the Dallas Mavericks who are currently out there, they all score twenty points. It ain't gonna be enough. Because they need Donkage to get them over the hump. They'll fight and they're, they're going to scratch a call. They're not mm-hmm. going to get blowed out one game. They're not. Because Jason Kidd has done a phenomenal job mm-hmm. with these guys. This is a brand new looking Mavs team. Look at the past two years. This team is different. It is. It's different. So without Donkage, the writing is on the wall. I hope we get to see them. I just don't think we will. I just think that Utah Jazz get these guys out of here in a sweep or no more than five games. Okay. That's what it's looking like. All right, man. Let's go to my favorite matchup. Uh, I think it's Blacks as well of the first round. You have the Minnesota Timberwolves taking a one-game-to-nothing lead over the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies, 130-117, back on Saturday. And Black, let's just get into it. My man's number one draft pick, Anthony Edwards. Black, what are your thoughts on his performance? Me and you had some conversations on Saturday about Edwards. Edwards is getting a lot of love in the media for his performance on Saturday. Black, can the Timberwolves win this series? And one question for you. Can Anthony Edwards be the best player on the floor? Um, the Timberwolves, the Timber, the, the Timberwolves absolutely can can win this series. But in my opinion, I don't think they will. Anthony Edwards is the best player on the basketball court. You see it, like his his game, the way he plays inside and out. Shoot, this man was on TV today. Say he think he's the best defender in the league, and you see it. He's a great defender. They put him on John Moran, and John, John Moran had a lot of problems. When um when Anthony Edwards was was on him, this this series for me D is going to be really nip and tuck. The one thing that I told you that really concerned me about this series was the time that John Morant missed, and I was like D, he's not on the floor. He's missing a lot of time. We were still what maybe uh two or three weeks of regular season games. He was missing time. But the Memphis Grizzlies were playing very well regular season. And I was like, D, he going to have to get back to, you know, kind of get his groove back going into these playoffs. Especially if they have to play somebody like Minnesota, a tough, grinded out team who has a lot of talent. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, who's been much better since um since our guys been at Minnesota. Pat Bev. Pat Bev been there. He's 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 playing more tougher now. He's that not that, he's not that soft guy, the line no. whiner that people were calling him. He's he hasn't been playing that way this season. And then the talent around those guys, you got D'Angelo Russell Russell as well. This is gonna be one of the most phenomenal series in the first round. It it is gonna be sad to say one of these teams going home in the first round. But I believe that that Ja and the Memphis Grizzlies find a way to get it together. Those shooters that they have around Ja, they start making baskets. This is going to go back and forth. But a game seven on Memphis home floor, I think they pulled this out in seven. But uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves is going to make this thing very, very interesting. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Anthony Edwards experience. <laughs> Watching this game, I've seen this young man play throughout, you know, the regular season. And I've seen his moments and I've seen what he's capable of. A very entertaining young man on and off the floor. But Saturday, I watched this whole game from tip. From tip. Playoffs. The Memphis Grizzlies have one playoff run in their system, and that's last year. They went home in five games to the Utah Jazz. Game one, John Morant went off for 40, got them a win. That's all they have. People coming into this series are giving Memphis all of this clout. They're giving us all this respect. But why? They've done nothing. They're a young, talented team who should be reckoned with, but they've done nothing. I can see if they went on a little run and got to the second round, hell, Western Conference fine. They ain't done anything. They won one game. Against the Utah Jazz. That's all they've done. John Morant has been exceptional. He's been out of this world. Jaron Jackson could possibly be defensive player of the year this year. Brooks. I mean, they have a cast of great young talent who have not figured out how to win. Here's where the Minnesota Timberwolves will win this series at. I'm taking the Timberwolves in seven games. Here's why. The collective pieces that they have are a great mix. You have guys who are fearless. You have guys who are all pros. You have guys who made all-star teams. You have guys who are veterans, who make deep playoff runs. You have a combustion of a lot of different pieces, and they found their they found each other at the right time. Anthony Edwards, and some of y'all might laugh or turn this show off, but if you watch him, he looks like Michael Jordan on the basketball floor. His body type, he has a grown man body. He's big, he's strong, he's quick, he's elusive, he has handle, mid-range, three-point, get to the rack at will, no fear in his game. He plays carefree. He plays like he knows that you can't stop him. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how young Jordan played. He played like Kobe Bryant had to figure himself out his first two to three years in the league. Anthony Edwards don't like he figuring out nothing. Mm -hmm. He looking like he knows what he can do. This is a special young man. This is a special talent. And on Saturday, he was the best player on the floor. They challenged him to go guard John Moran in the fourth quarter. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, you're right. He did. This kid is going to be the reason why the Minnesota Timberwolves cost a lot of people money. On their fan duels, <laughs> on their sports book, Caesars apps, whatever you play, he's going to cost y'all a lot of money. I'm taking the Minnesota Timberwolves in seven games. Call Anthony Towns, let Jaron Jackson know who I'm a fan of. I think Jaron Jackson is going to be exceptional, dominant defensive player in this league for many, many years to come. But Carl Anthony Towns let him know the other day, not yet, buddy. I'm a whole load to deal with, and you're going to have to deal with me. I'm going Timberwolves in seven. Anthony Edwards is going to be the reason why. And if D'Angelo Russell gets going and finds his offense again, this thing could be over in six games on Minnesota's home floor. Black, I'm going with the Timberwolves in seven games, man. Yeah, and, and one more thing for me with this, uh, with Anthony Edwards, is him hearing that all this kid does is stay in the gym, work on his craft, you know, uh, not a night owl, not out partying, having a good time. He's literally a gym rat. Working on his And game. you see the work on the basketball floor. The thing that stick, really sticks out for me, D, is this kid's confidence. To be his first playoffs and the way that he's carrying himself, he's hella confident. Yeah. And I love to see that from a young basketball player. 
the way <laughs> the way that this going, it could be a lot of big problems for for Memphis. But I really believe Memphis can figure this thing out. Anthony Edwards is here. He's arrived. He's coming. He's letting people know I'm just not just this number one pick. Y'all going to sit by by the side and forget about them making the playoffs this early in his career is going to do wonders for him. And he could potentially get to a second round and beat Memphis if he does. Wow, man, who who knows what could happen with the Minnesota Timberwolves? I just think it's a year too soon for them. Okay, uh, and, and you could be right. But I challenge everybody listening right now that we're getting ready to move on. I challenge you to go think. Go think of a young player who looks like him and gave the performance he had in his first playoff game. Tell me, who that looks like that? Mm. This kid is literally unstoppable. And we'll see how that carries throughout the rest of this series. All right, Black, not much to talk about here. Game one, Philadelphia and Toronto, (laughs) um, 131 to 111. The 76ers really took care of business. Maxie went crazy. Embiid didn't even have his best game. Hardem did well. Tobias Harris did well. Um, they just played great team basketball, and they absolutely dominated the 76ers. Uh, I mean, dominated the Raptors. The Raptors have guys who should make this more close. You have champions on their team. Siyanka, uh, Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, Nick Nurse championship coach. I expect it to be a little bit tighter. I expect a little bit more of a defensive battle. But when you got the possible MVP on your team, he's causing triple teams, and the rest of the team around him steps up, they're going to be hard to beat. I said before this series started, I like the 76ers in five. Black, do you feel any different? Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a sweep, D. I just, you know, Nick Nurks is a great basketball coach. Like you said, they have championship pedigree. But when you're going up, like you said, when you're going up against players like MB, and then you got to deal with Harden, and then you got young Maxi coming to give you 38 points. Tobias. And, 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 and if this cast can keep this up through, through this series, we kind of expect the Sixers to dominate this, this series here against Toronto. And I believe that's what they're going to do. I think they bring the, the brooms out on the 76ers, mm. especially with the, uh, with the injury to Scotty, uh, Scotty Barn, uh, Barnes. So we don't know what that's going to look like. He was a key piece, key key piece coming off the bench of what they do offensively and defensively. But I expect them to sweep the uh, Toronto Raptors and move on uh, to the second round. Up next, man, late game on Saturday night. You had the three seed Golden State Warriors take a one game to nothing um, lead over the six seeded Denver Nuggets. Black, the gang got back together, man. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Young Jordan, Poole, um, just a cast of. Veterans and young boys running wild all over the Nuggets. Jokic didn't have particularly a, a good game. Aaron Gordon was virtually a no-show. Um, Nuggets really just got out class on Saturday night. But, Black, I don't think this series continues to go this way. Mm-hmm. I think the Joker answers. I think the Joker makes it a little bit more difficult. But, ultimately, I think Golden State wins this series in six games. I think when this thing goes back to Denver, I think Jokic can get him a couple of games having a standout performance. I could be wrong. I just know what they did to them in the regular season. Although this is not the regular season I know that But Jokic is a problem And Golden State don't have much to rely on inside And if he gets it clicking And his guys can knock down shots Maybe we'll get an interesting series Black, what do you think on your end With Golden State and Denver? I think it's going to be a very, very, very good series I'm with you um, uh, Joker He's going to do what he does The thing for me with the Denver Nuggets Is the others 
Yeah. I don't know if the others are going to show up. You can allow Joker to do, you know, do what he do, but the others have got to make their shots and uh, make timely buckets. Right. And it's one thing I know about the Warriors. When Draymond Green's on the floor, the energy is through the roof. Yeah. Draymond Green is the is the battery that makes that thing go in um with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Steph didn't, Steph didn't play particularly well. Steph's still getting his footing on him from missing that time. And which I think as this series go on, Steph will be a, be much better than what he was in game one. This is going to, this is going to be a, a tight, tight series. I think if they keep getting getting timely games like from Jordan Poole and Clay can show up and make timely threes. And then Steph, as he's getting his footing and then Draymond just helping making everything go and then setting the tone defensively. That's why we didn't. Ha- That's why Joker didn't have the best game offensively because Draymond defensively was really good on Saturday night. And uh, I'm looking forward to this series. It's going to be really good. But yeah, I got the Warriors going to win this in seven games. Wow, you think it's going to go seven? Yeah, I think All it's right, going to go seven. Interesting, interesting. Okay, let's head to Sunday's action. First game on the slate. Black, what I told you. <laughs> what I told you they was going to do to Trey. <laughs> Miami Heat, the number one seed, the Heat absolutely laid it yeah, on the eighth yeah, seeded Atlanta Hawks. You saw the uh, missing elements of not having Clint Capella. Yeah. Collison is just not ready to play at this level. He's been out quite some time. He virtually did nothing to help his team. Hawks missed a lot of shots. They ran body after body after body at Trey, ran him off the three point line. The Miami Heat are bigger, they're stronger, they're fast. They play exceptional team defense, and it showed. And for the first time in a while, I looked at my TV and said, wow, the Miami Heat are going to be something to reckon with deep in the playoffs. Black, what do you got to say about your dog, Trey Young, getting sent home the way Horrible he did yesterday? Game. Horrible game, D. Um, it's a seven-game series. You expect the Miami Heat to win, win basketball games. I expect the Atlanta Hawks to win games. We see where this series go. I know Trey... I, I know Tracy Trey Young, they gotta figure out some things. Not having Clint Compeller there uh down uh by the basket, that's really causing a lot of problems from them. So we're gonna see what they can figure out. Um uh, Miami, <laughs> hey man, it 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 looks scary. We see why they're even though through the problems that we they were having towards the tail end of the season, they're still a number one seed. <laughs> they look they're still me. one of the best shooting teams in the league. And you've seen that from Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Those guys showed up. But this is going to be a really good series. I'm still going to stick with my pick. I think I think Atlanta wins this in seven. <laughs> I think Trey Young has a few games where he can he can just take over and show up and cause some problems for the Miami Heat. But it's going to be nip and tuck back and forth series for me. I don't think Miami is going to be that dominant as D saying about how they look. And they're not going to be that dominant against the Hawks. We won't see that. Hopefully, they'll figure it out and we can make they can make this a series. It's going to take more than Trey. No one did anything. Bonjanovic got a lock on him. Huter got a lock on him. Bogey got a lock on him. They weren't able to do anything. Yeah, they have no inside last. presence. That won't last. They have no rebounding presence. The Heat gonna win this in five games. Five games, yeah, D? man. I mean, you you saw. Come on now, you're man. A, you're, being, you're a fan of Trey, and you're now, going. I'm not just saying that because of saw, Trey. Now, nah. hold on. But you saw what Trey and his guys were able to put together last year in the playoffs. Yeah. But you got to keep in mind, this is the number one seed in the East. No disrespect. I'm not. I'm not saying nothing against that. I just really feel like the the way the game is involving now, you have a lot of shooters. With 
that running players off off the three point line is not going to last for for six or seven games. In the playoffs, it's do. not going to last. In the playoffs, it do. We saw and it last once year. we know one thing: when those shooters get hot, when Trey Young gets hot, and Boyanovich and her and those other shooters get hot, and Hunter, those boys can fill it up. And there's going to be some games there where Miami is not going to stay pat defensively to deal with that onslaught. It could be a it could be a situation where Miami go up 2-0. We could see that, possibly. But I think once we get to Atlanta, who's to say they're going to be able to win either one of those games in Atlanta? Because those boys will be hot in Atlanta. Then you're talking about a 2-2 series here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm and I you think I'm saying. just talking about Trey Young, but this is playoff basketball. And we've seen it. Miami is a really good team, D. I'm not disagreeing with you. Can but Atlanta, Atlanta is also can, a great shooting team. This is more than shooting. This is playoff basketball. I understand it. Can I Atlanta rebound? Right now, they can't. We're not compelled to that. But I think they find a way to figure that out. With who? Well, somebody somebody got to step up, D. You got Beauty? players on the You got play. No, I didn't say who do. You got players on the bench. Okay. Hunter and then those other guys. Bogey? And I know Collinson just got back. He missed time, but he's going to have to get his feet under him. He's going to have to get his feet under him. Okay. He's played in playoff basketball. He knows he's know what it means. Okay. He went to a Eastern Conference Finals last year. So, so by the time we have the next sports desk, the Heat will be on to the second round. Okay? They will. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. We go see. <laughs> All right. We well, got to smooth go. in on that, bro. Yeah, that's a bet. What you want? What's smooth about? Yeah, what's that, the bet? What's that's the bet? a bet. It's well, a smooth bet, bet bro. Because you, you try on the series, like you trying yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, easy. You trying it? Yeah, like that's you, easy. You're not giving Atlanta no respect. I, I'm not. At not, all. Against, not against this team who they're a. This matchup is a bad. That's one matchup. game we're talking about here, though. No, no, no. I said that going in before they tip yesterday. What we talked about on Saturday. What did I say? <sighs> I didn't just take that off yesterday. This is a bad matchup. Philly was a bad matchup last year for them. What did they I ain't do? Talking about that? last year. I'm talking about this year. I'm talking about this year. <sighs> all this right. is a bad matchup. Smoothie. Let me get that. Matter of fact, when we go live on the sports desk <laughs> next week, I hope I'll be drinking my smoothie. Yeah, I'll bring it here, bro. I'll bring it. All right, that's what's up. All right, let's move on to the best game of the weekend. The two-seeded Boston Celtics take a 1-0 series lead over the seven-seed Brooklyn Knicks. Black, this was a this was theater. Mm. This was true theater. An epic game of so many proportions, so many storylines in this game. Kyrie going back and forth with the fans. Durant struggling late. Jason Tatum and the Celtics playing an absolute, in my opinion, flawless game to get a victory. Game-winning shot that absolutely killed my ticket. Because I took the Nets money line yesterday. And Jason Tatum and them boys took it right out of my hands with that last second shot. Black... Do the Brooklyn... Okay, question. I've been asking this all day. Mm-hmm. Did Boston give their best game possible? Everything was clicking. Al Horford gave you 20. Was Boston clicking on all cylinders to only get a win over a Nets team who clearly didn't play their best without Kyrie? And they still only won by one point. Does that worry Boston Celtics faithful out there that they played their best and only got out of there by the skin of their teeth with a game-winning shot. I think it probably worries them, but I feel like Boston can get better in this series. Okay, I feel wow. like they can get better. Uh, Jalen Brown didn't have the best game. He was literally a defensive guy in that series right along with Trey. I mean, right along with Marcus Smart, even though Marcus Smart made timely buckets in the second half and showed up. But not having... It was really Tatum... Horford and Smart without Jalen Brown. And then if they can find a way to... Let's just... 
Don't get me wrong. I I know KD is not going to have a. He may not have another game like he had uh, Sunday. Of course, he's going to show up. Kyrie is Kyrie. What can you say? This guy, man, his his package is <laughs> it's remarkable. The skills that this guy has is remarkable to see on the basketball court, and he do he do and, and to be able to do it in hostile environments. And just look as good as he does. It's amazing. It's amazing. But the one thing that gets me about Boston D, and and I seen it. Boston is very physical. They're very physical. They not they not making anything easy for Kevin Durant. They feel like if they, I I feel like Boston feels like if they can bother Kevin Durant, which I don't think they'll be able to keep it up for seven games. If they could bother Kevin Durant, Kyrie gonna be Kyrie. Let's make Kevin Durant work for everything. And that's what they did in game one. And he didn't have the best game. But I feel like if if if, if Boston can find a way to steal this game too, and uh, Jalen Brown comes in in the mix and then they get their big man back, Williams, by game three, I feel like this that, that inside presence of Williams being there, D, could potentially be something. I don't expect Boston to beat them. In this series, mm. but it's going to be very, very entertaining to see what happens because I don't, I don't believe you're just going to hold Kevin Durant down like that. But it wasn't good to see, and and it's something that you said if if it does go the other way, there's some conversations that's going to need to be had if Kevin Durant and Nets cannot make it out of the first round. But I believe they will. I got them winning this in seven games, D. This is definitely a seven-game series, and I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say that the Nets squeak by the Celtics. I feel a little different than you. I don't think there will be any shame in the Nets losing to this Celtics team. This is a very good team that is the second seed in the East. There ain't a bunch of bums out here. This is a solid team. I get the Kevin Durant conversation, but when you look at this Boston team, they're arguably the best team in the East. Look at them pound for pound. Every spot that they have, they get quality work out of every position. And they performed yesterday. Their whole team performed. They have great coaching on their sideline. Their head coach may be the coach of the year this year. But my thing is, Boston played the absolute best game that they could. I don't think so. I think that, I'm just saying, on all cylinders, they didn't have a weakness yesterday. They mm-hmm. scored 117, 115 points yesterday. Tatum had th- Jalen Brown is going to have defensive assignments. Jalen Brown not going to get you no 30-35 in the series. He has to guard. He's the better defender of Tatum and Brown. So he's going to be guarding. Mm-hmm. Brown is not going to be out here getting you 30-35. I ain't saying he not he won't. I'm not get saying it, that. I don't know. But his assignment is switching on yeah. Irvin and switching on Durant. That's his assignment. But when when the when the when when the pressure is on, you need him down the stretch, D. And you're you not going to make be able buckets. To get him. You need buckets down the stretch. You're not going to have it. In this run that they've been having, it's been him and Tatum. Yeah, it's been but, him and Tatum. But that's going to have to show. That's going to have to show once again. Is he, in my opinion, he has to become. He has to come on in in this defensively. I know the assignment. I know how tough. I know how <laughs> how tough it can be. I understand that. But when when it's on the line, Tatum and him are going to have to be the ones. I don't believe Marcus Smart can keep it up. I don't believe Al Horford can keep it up. It's going to have to be those two who have led this team to be the team that you're talking about. I understand what you're saying, <laughs> but I, I really do. You watch just like I and watch. I understand that. When I understand you that. when you take premier guys who are going to be the best defender on the wing, and he's literally swapping off probably the best two scores in the NBA. His legs probably won't be available late. 
It's going to be on number zero. Jason Tatum, just like it was yesterday. Now, Kevin Durant's not going to continue to shoot nine for 24. No, of course not. Kyrie Irving went absolutely ballistic yesterday, and it's going to keep happening. The rest of the Nets didn't show up either. Steve Nash was bad yesterday coaching. He was bad. His lineups were trash. He didn't call timely timeouts. Steve Nash job on the line. If the Brooklyn Nets do not come out of the first round, Steve Nash will be fired in the offseason. They will get another coach. It ain't on him, bro. But it's, it's more, it ain't about, it's about that. But it's, it's about that. No, 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 listen. It's NBA protocol, just like the Lakers. The head coach is the first to go. You don't bring the head coach back. You need another voice. Steve Nash played coach terrible yesterday. Okay. There was some spots that he could have did better at, bro. But he will be gone if the Nets do not win this series. He will be gone. That's just my opinion. I think the Nets hold on barely by the skin of their teeth and they get to the second round. Would it shock me if Boston sends them home? No. I'm not going to get on a sports desk if Boston wins that series and go boo, 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 boo. You got to. You got to. No, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. The Boston Celtics are the number two seed. You have to respect what they... Hold on, bro. I know what you're getting ready to talk about. But this is a... The Boston Celtics, pound for pound, are a better team than the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets got KD and Kyrie. That's all. That's what they have. But the, the Boston Celtics are a better team. I'm talking basketball. I'm not talking about expectations of what Durant should do. I'm talking about what I'm watching on the floor. The Celtics are better. Okay. And I'm not going to be shocked if they win. And I'm not going to get on here and guns blaze against the Nets losing I'm to a e- great team. I'm not either. But it was a lot of great. It was a lot of teams that were better than LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, but it's not that conversation, though. I'm not even talking what about that. What you mean? What, this, that's uh, no, not the no, conversation no, uh, here. No. I feel like if 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 uh if Kevin Durant go home in the first round, all this talk we having it it don't just don't make sense. You can't well, I mean, go home in the first round. You can't go. I don't understand. I don't care how good Boston is. You're a top three player. You playing with one of maybe the best point guard in the league. And Kyrie Irving, no matter his situation, we see it. We see it with him. And not to be able to get past the Celtics, not disrespecting the Celtics, but it's Kevin Durant. You kind of are. Uh, you kind of are disrespecting Boston. Okay. All right. I'm just saying you kind of are. Okay. I'm just saying they had a they the number two seed in the East. Yeah, this not, this not the only year they didn't have great years. What are you talking about? It's not the only year they they've had great years. They've had great years before and been a one or two seed in the East and hasn't got it done. But when they ran into a great player, Lachalant, LeBron James, they didn't make it. Okay, they because they, of him. My conversation is this: when you're a great player, I don't care if LeBron James the eight. You take KD off that team and put LeBron on the Nets, it's not a conversation who's going to win this series. If we sit here talking about you will be shocked. I disagree with what you're saying. If we sit here saying we wouldn't be shocked if the if the Boston Celtics win no. this is this series, I don't think it's we don't even need to have that conversation because they have Kevin Durant, a top three player, and potentially the best point guard in the league. Boston is a great team, but those players right there. Should not be stopped. They should get this team over the hump against the Boston Celtics. Is Jason Tatum a top 10 player? Yes, he is, D. Okay. But you know what I'm saying. Don't okay. do that. Don't do what? We, we didn't have, we didn't, we, me and you Don't didn't have what? this conversation about Kevin Durant, even, even in this series, as good as Boston is. He has to show up. 
He has to do his part. I mean, you go back, you tell me that they've been in number one, two seat before. They have. Okay, but they played a, a, a second a rookie and second year player in Jason Tatum. They didn't been here, but they they, they haven't. They haven't, bro. Come last, on now. Last, last year they were at seventeen. I'm not just talking about last year. I'm talking about before, and you trying to put years on it. You just it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm going off what you just said. The 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 heart of this team is still in Boston. Okay, Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart have evolved. They have evolved. Yes, they have. Yes. But they also but they also played great players in LeBron James who sent them packing. In their second year in the league. Their second year in the league. Damn. Jason Tatum Jesus. And, and 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 Marcus Smart, these boys have evolved. They have come up to so, the level. So okay, so you telling me if Kevin Durant comes up short, it's not a conversation that needs to be I had. I didn't say right that. Here. I didn't I'm, say that. No, I'm, that's what that's what I'm talking about. When you talking about legacy, then yeah, I have a conversation. But for this year, I ain't. Boston is a great team. They're a great team, and if they win, they deserve it. They deserve it. This is not the, if it was the Rose was reversed, if the Nets was the two seed and the Celtics was the seven seed. No. These boys been hooping. Oh, yeah, they went 20 and two the second half of the uh, uh, All Star break, bro. That's what I'm saying. You are sliding Boston by saying if I'm Kevin not Durant. Now. Oh, I'm not sliding now. You said a conversation because he's a top three player. He should get this done no matter what. Ain't that what you said? His team, they should be able to get this done with him and Kyrie. Well, they, they should be able to get this they done. They should, but if I they understand, don't, I understand but if they it. don't, it's not. But a, they all, but they also have played in big time games. They've also been in one championships. You should be able to get this done against the Boston team that hasn't been able to get it done. And well, re- it was a reason why in one player they were not able to get it done because now you're in the East with the Brooklyn Nets with one of the same players that LeBron James played with, and you have to show up and get these teams out of here. You have to. Because all this notion, and we've talked about it, we try to put players in the same echelon as certain players when sometimes they really don't belong when they don't show up. I've We've had that conversation based off what Durant didn't do last year against Giannis. So for that conversation to continue on, I don't think that's rocket science. I hear what you're saying. That's all, that's all I'm talking about. I hear what I'm you're saying, about. but I'm, I just wanted to be clear that if Boston beats the Nets... It's nothing for uh for 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 the conversation of the rant to get any worse. That's what I'm saying. The conversation just continued from what he didn't do last year. I'm not saying get worse, D, but it has to be had because this is okay, going to be and, well, we'll have this it. Is, but, this is this but, is going to be another year when you lose in the first round. I understand that. And I, then you're trying to make a you're trying to the thing for me is this is the time when you're trying to make a statement and state your claim. This is this is I understand injury. You his can't do nothing about what? State his claim as being able to be the face of a team and win a championship. Okay. He's with the Brooklyn Nets. That's why he went there. Okay. So he can state his claim, win a championship there, and separate himself from all the conversations that were being had about him. Okay. And okay. if you cannot get that done, that's a black eye in my opinion. Okay. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, we'll be talking about another person that looked really bad on Okay. All right. But I'm not slight. I'm not saying that Boston is not a great team. I could potentially see Boston winning this series if they can't get, if, if, like you said, coaching and these role players don't show up. But I, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, most two of the most lethal offensive players in this game, D, should be able to carry this team over the hump, over the hump, in my opinion. And beat the Boston Celtics as good as the team that they are. 
but I don't think they're better than Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. I just don't, in my opinion. That's cool. Kyrie showed what type of guy he is. We know what KD is. We've seen Kyrie since he was in Cleveland. But it's like he's gotten better mm-hmm. with time. And like you say, this I feel like it's going to continue. Like you said, Kevin Durant shouldn't have a game like he had Sunday. In my opinion, D, if you come up short, you just can't you, you can't be talking about Kevin Durant this or Kevin Durant that on the type of conversations you can't because LeBron ain't getting sent home in the first round. He ain't getting sent home in the first round in the East. He's just not. He not, D, and you know that. Well, the East is a <laughs> lot better than when LeBron was there. Is it not? Okay, they are. I'm asking. You can't get you can't get frustrated because I'm saying is the East better? I'm not getting frustrated. Is the East not better now than when LeBron was there? Yes or no? The East is better. Okay then. So that's what I'm saying. Like I understand what you're saying. It's ironic how the East got better when LeBron left. Well, but but yeah, man, that's just how it goes. (laughs) That's how the landscape of the league go. Yeah, we shooting LeBron a lot of bell, and I understand that. But at the same time, I told you this. If long as Giannis onto the Kubo is in the Eastern Conference, Kevin Durant not gonna win a championship. Yeah, and then if he don't make it, then how does that look? Dude? That even yeah, us I mean, to even but, but, see we, it. but that conversation is already real. And I just don't think him losing a Boston think, makes that I, any worse. You know what it is for me, D? And I'm probably being biased. I just don't think it's real enough. I think it is. <laughs> I don't think it's real I, enough. I think it's out there. People know. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, we'll be. Oh man! Oh you, man! Look, but, I went home in the first. But you want to know the why Boston though? Celtics beat him. But you want to know why though? It's like that because we're talking about the goat. Kevin Durant ain't been considered to be the goat. Hey, Kevin Durant he's ain't been, been considered, considered to be better player than LeBron James. Yeah, on many occasions. I said the goat. Many. But when the last time you seen somebody call Kevin Durant the goat? No one has. Thank you. No one has. So when it gets really real for the conversations, Kevin Durant is not invited to that party. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I know what you're saying. Okay. But just keep in mind that when we have conversations, Kevin Durant's not in those. Okay. For a time or two in his career, did he have a couple of better years efficient-wise than LeBron? Sure. But LeBron's going on year 20. <laughs> and he's considered the GOAT. That's what I've been saying the whole along. All right. But I feel okay. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. All right. All right. Let's move along to Bulls and Bucks. Man, really kind of disappointed in the Bucks last night. They came out strong. Uh, I think it was like 9 nothing or 11 nothing in the first quarter. But the Bulls hung around. Caruso and DeRozan. And uh, shout out Kobe White, man, was doing his thing out there uh, against the Bucks. Bucks survived, though. 93-86, take a one-game-to-nothing lead. Black, did the Bucks get ahead of themselves? Are they in cruise control? Or would the Bulls make this interesting? Um, I think the Bulls are a really tough team. Mm-hmm. Um... Looking at this series last night, this is, they kept this thing close. They were seem like they were able to feel, feel, uh, figure some things out. I see that uh, Valen, if I'm give me if I'm saying his name wrong, uh, Valanciunas, they big guy. Is that is that his name? Oh no, not uh, uh, Vojic or some Vucevic. Vucevic. Him and Lopez, he he can give Lopez a lot of problems, and I see he can bring them away from the basket, mm-hmm. and they and be able for Demar Derozan and um, Kobe White and those guys to kind of do work and make timely buckets. I think they need to get a little more help from Caruso, but we know Caruso's thing is is defense. You know he brings the defense, and um, for me, man, I I love I love what I'm seeing from Chicago. I just don't think they're going to be able to 
to keep this up. I believe Milwaukee say, okay, we can't play around with these boys. They come to play. We in the playoffs. I think they get it right. I need to see more from if if the Bulls have a change. I seem to need to see more from Zach Levine. He need to step up and start doing things. I know it's it's a lot when you got one of the best defensive players in um what's what's my guy name uh for, oh man I for who Milwaukee Giannis uh, not Giannis uh the the guard we were just talking about him uh, uh Holiday yeah Drew Holiday drawing assignment like that it could be really tough but um I expect Milwaukee to be better in game two. Uh, I got them winning this series. I believe they'll sweep the Bulls. I don't think the Bulls will win a game in this series. I think it go five. I think the Bulls get one. I think the Rosen and, and the Chicago Bulls come to life in game three, change the scenery. Milwaukee's always due to give up a game here, a game there uh, from their previous playoff history. I just like the Rosen's temperament, man. I would love to see a healthy Bulls team and see how, much, how far they could go, but we're not getting that. No Lonzo Ball. Zach Levine's first playoff run. Just a lot of different variables for the Bulls. Love Billy Donovan. He's a very, very, very good coach. But you're talking about the defending champions. And I kind of think they took their foot off the pedal. Um, took their foot off the pedal, you know, um, in the second half maybe. Because I thought they were poised to blow Chicago out. And they just kind of relaxed a little bit. I just kind of think, you know, they got to do a better job of putting their foot on the Bulls' neck because the Bulls literally don't have a chance to win this series, but they're going to fight. They're tough. And I'm going to give them one game. I'm going to say they win game three back in Chicago. Okay. That'll be the closest game of the series. That crowd hasn't had a playoff game there probably since Jordan tired. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? But I know no, Joe Kim Noah and them boys was yeah, there. But, Rose yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that, yeah. but I, yeah. I was being funny. But, you know, I, I'm going to give them, you know, um, a game. Okay. All right. All right. And out the weekend, we got the number one seeded Phoenix Suns taking care of business. 110 to 99 over the eight seeded game. New Orleans Pelicans. Black CP3 showed his hand last night. 14 <laughs> points in the fourth quarter. CP3 seems like he is poised to get back to the NBA Finals and get another crack at possibly in a championship. Black, is Phoenix just a hands-down favorite for you to come out of the Western Conference? Um, yeah, D. I, it just, I, don't, I don't see nobody else being able to do that. Like, I would say the Warriors could cause some problems, but they haven't been playing well. Uh, and Steph hasn't been playing well. But um, the Phoenix Suns look very good. I was looking at it, though. They allowed... The Pelicans to get back in this game and make it a little interesting at, at, at times. And the Pelicans has a really good young team. Young core. Willie Green has done a really good job yes, with, these he young, has. with these young guys. Coach of the year consideration. Yeah, B.I. and then getting the trade for um CJ McCullough. CJ McCullough. Josh Hart. Josh Hart Adams. Then Adams. And then you got the other big the rookie, the big the Jackson big Hayes. Hayes. Jackson Hayes. This is a really nice, this is a really nice group group that they have. I believe. <laughs> I believe the Suns will sweep them, but I wouldn't be shocked if Pelicans got one at home in that crowd. I believe B.I. B.I. and McCullough, that 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 duo is really nice. And B.I. showing that he can take over a game if he need if need be. He showed that in the in the playoff, I mean in the playing tournament games. So I think that they'll get swept, but I wouldn't be shocked if they get one though, D. Yeah, this is a sweep. Yeah. <laughs> I think they make it interesting. I think B.I. and CJ. Um, really put up a good fight, but they just don't have enough. Okay, you can see on the wings, man, they're just so outmatched, especially on the defensive side. 
uh, of the ball. They're just outmatched. I mean, the Suns are all systems go. And in the Western Conference, to be real with you, I think it's only two teams that probably could give them a tough time. One is Golden State, and the other one is in the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. I think those are the two teams that could give them a tough time. We potentially couldn't get in Minnesota and Phoenix second-round matchup if everything goes to plan. But I just think they're kind of in cruise control. I mean, who's really a threat outside of the veterans out there in Golden State? Yeah. Like, no one. You don't see Denver. You don't see Dallas. You don't see Utah. I mean, who out? who's out there? I just think they're prime to have a less battle in the West and get ready for another finals run than everybody else out East. I think the Eastern Conference playoffs are clearly the tougher road to get to the NBA Finals. I think no this is a clean it. sweep. You might get an interesting game here in Game 3, maybe in New Orleans. I think game two's a blowout as well. I think Chris Paul, the leader that he is, um, kind of expects his team to hold serve and really ramp it up on New Orleans to try to kind of take their hope and their will away because New Orleans is going to come into this game with hope because they had a run in the third quarter. They got it close, but then ultimately CP3 said, all right, I'm done playing. Yeah, Let's get this thing over with. Ultimately, I think the Suns sweep this and move on to the next let, round. Let me ask you something real quick yeah. off, this, off of the series. Okay. With how the Pelicans are getting better and the way they are looking under Willie Green, do you think Zion is maybe is a possibility he's having a change of heart when it comes to this team? Do you see them getting much better if Zion stays or just the writing on the wall for Zion not to be in New Orleans? I would love to see Zion stay in New Orleans. You can build with him, CJ, and B.I. Josh Hart is a nice player. Jackson Hayes, a nice, I mean, New Orleans has talent. They have a nice head coach. I would love to see Zion stay. I mm-hmm. really, really, really would. I don't want to see him leave and go to the Knicks. Like, that's not what I want to see. Ultimately, Zion do what's best for him. But if I'm Zion, the way that the team was kind of hugging him and dabbing him up on the sideline lets me know that he has a good rapport with his teammates. Okay. So, Willie Green, from all indications, is a great guy and a great head coach. Zion's problem is with Dave Griffin and the front office for the Pelicans. That's who he has his issue with. And if I'm the owner of the New Orleans Pelicans, i probably fire Griffin. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Bring in a new voice at general manager and see if you can build something to keep Zion in play. And let's see what happens. They, look, if they add Zion to that mix, CJ, B.I., Jackson Hayes, what, you one starter away from them being a top five to six seed in the West? Mm-hmm. Just think about it. Okay. So, yeah, I would love to see him stay in New Orleans and see what we can build there. But um, if he can't get right with the front office, that thing going to get ugly. Yeah. It's going to get ugly okay. for sure. All right, Black. So, let's go ahead and get into our predictions. We're sorry about not getting you guys that uh, playoff preview show. I mean, I have no excuse. We just didn't get it done, <laughs> but we're here now. So, Black, let's go ahead and get to the conference finals. Black, let's start off with the Eastern Conference. Black, who will make it to the Eastern Conference finals and who will win it? Uh, I'm going to say the Milwaukee Bucks, D. I believe Giannis is, he's hungry. He's hungry for more. I don't, it's going to be, but I do think it's going to be a lot tougher this year with teams like Miami, the Nets, Boston. It's going to be a lot, the road is going to be a lot harder, but usually when you win a championship, the second one is always the toughest one to win. To the second back. one To get back to win. So I think it'll be a little harder, but I'm still going to rock with Giannis and the Bucks to come out of the East. 
Who they gonna face in the conference finals? Uh, conference finals. I'm hooey. Man, oh man. I want it to be the Nets D. I want it to be the Nets. I do. <sighs> if the Nets can get past Boston, I'm gonna say it's gonna be the Nets. Them and the But it, it actually won't because if they win this, if they win, they beat Boston, it'll be them in the second round. Yes, it would. So that's that's well, not no, no, the, no, no. It uh, yeah. the, the Nets will have to go to Miami because they're the lower seed. Oh, so it flip flops. Yeah. Okay, because I I seen they had the, yeah, the lowest the lowest seed. At. The lowest seed goes to the highest seed. The highest seed. Okay, gotcha. Okay, right. so yeah, if they meet, it'll be in a conference final. So I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, Milwaukee in the Nets if they can get past Boston. I'm definitely going to take the Bucks to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and man, it's it's really between Miami and Brooklyn. Um, I just think that Miami way that Pat Riley DNA, Jimmy Butler, Bam, these guys have they want they got something to prove, man. They want to get back to these finals. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, like they got a veteran team, man, who won a lot of games and they suffered some crazy injuries last year that kind of derailed them. But when you got Durant and you got Kyrie, man, you just got a puncher's chance. Every single night. With that being said, I'm gonna take the Miami Heat to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm, okay. I'm gonna take the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat to absolutely have a slug fest to catch a ticket to the NBA Finals. Ultimately, I'm gonna go Giannis and the Bucks in seven games. Okay. To beat Miami on their home floor and get back to the NBA Finals. All right, Blake, let's go to the West. We kind of talked about it already, but this should be quick. Who's going to go to the Western Conference Finals? Who's going to go to the NBA Finals? Uh, Phoenix Suns will be there. That's no doubt about it. And D, I'm going to. See, I love the Warriors. I love the Warriors. I don't. I need to see more in this series. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say the winner of the Minnesota and Memphis Grizzlies uh, series. Could potentially get to the NBA final. I mean NBA Western the Western Conference Finals and play in the Phoenix Suns where the Phoenix Suns are winning in six. So no Golden State. No Golden State. Okay. I, 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 I'm just not sure about Steph. I need to know. I need to see more from Steph. Okay. I don't think a unhealth, uh, I don't think 70-80% of Steph Curry will be enough to get them to the finals. Okay. I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go, obviously, Phoenix, we talked about it. I'm going to go on a limb here, man. I'm going to go with the young Timberwolves. Okay. I think the Timberwolves got a potential, they got potential to beat anybody in the West except the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Like, I really think they could beat Golden State in the series. Do you think they'll get swept? By who? The, Phoenix? Phoenix. They won't get swept. It would it go. It'll go six games. Six games. Okay. It'll All go right. six games. Okay. I think we're seeing something special in Minnesota, but something even more special in Phoenix. I think okay. Phoenix gets to the West Final, beats Minnesota, gets to the NBA Final, So, which is going to set up a rematch for both of us. Yeah. Milwaukee, Phoenix, <laughs> NBA Finals, round two. Round two. We talked about it on Saturday night. That was a very good final. Mm-hmm. But it got overshadowed how good of a final it was by Giannis's dominant play in games, what, three, four, five, wait, three, four, yeah, five, no, they, and six. They went down 2-0. Yeah, three, four. Five. Did they go down two? Yeah, old? they lost the first two. They came back and they won, won four straight. Won four straight. Won four straight. Yeah, I mean, Don, Giannis was so dominant when they. I think it started when they. Who had home court? Um, Phoenix. Phoenix did. So when Giannis got back to Milwaukee. 
Because that's when LeBron came. Because remember, he came back, and in them first two games, we were like, man, Giannis ain't looking good right. with this knee. What, what game LeBron came to? Game three in Milwaukee, right? No, he came. No, he came back. He came. He came, Hold on. No, 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 no. Game five in Phoenix when it was 2-2. Yeah, yeah. That's when he came yeah. in Phoenix. That's when he came. So, Phoenix won the first two. Milwaukee won the second two. And then they set up that game and five in Phoenix. And then five. They went on to win the last right. two, four straight. So yeah. I think we're going to get it again. Mm. I think we're going to get it again. And uh, Black, let's go ahead and call it right now, mm. Black. Who wins the NBA title, man? Who is the champion when these playoffs mm. are over? Is it the Phoenix Suns? Does Chris Paul get his elusive, elusive championship? Or does Giannis stay on the throne and get ring number two? D, my heart want Chris Paul to get it. My heart wants D-Book yeah. to get it. Yeah, man. Because Phoenix has, look, man, when you want to talk about the team that's been the bottom of the barrel for so many decades in the NBA. Yeah. And to be able to get Chris Paul in free agency. Well, first draft Devin Booker and have some type of lighter. It could be something. We seen in the bubble, oh, this could potentially be something before Chris Paul was there. We seen how the Phoenix Sun was playing in the bubble. And we all agreed, like, if they get another piece, not knowing Chris Paul was going to go there. And we was able to see Chris Paul go there and look at what they've done the past two two years with him there. Most wins in franchise history. Home court overall in the playoff once again this year. NBA Finals appearance. My heart wants them to win it, but my brain is telling me you don't bet against Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't think they have enough horses to deal with this man, D. I believe Chris Paul, the reason why I believe the Suns won't win is because I don't know if Chris Paul is going to be able to stay healthy. I believe Devin Booker has many, many problems being guarded by Drew Holiday. Mm. He caused him a lot of problems in that last series. I need to see him be better in this series. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. He's a great player. He just ain't, he just not that bad enough guy to, to stop Giannis Antetokounmpo. Great role players. It's just not enough, D. I believe that the Milwaukee Bucks will win this series, but this time they win it in Phoenix in a game seven. I'm literally sitting over here trying to convince <laughs> myself to make an argument for Phoenix to win the championship. Mikael Bridges has been exceptional this year. His growth from last year to this year, I think he finished second in Defensive Player of the Year this year. We're going to talk about the winner of that award in a second, but Mikael Bridges has gotten better. Um, Devin Booker is better. Chris Paul is better somehow. Monty Williams is an excellent coach. Potential coach of the year again. They have so much going for them, and I want to see Chris win it. I do, too. I man. think out of everybody who's probably playing in the league right now, I might be remiss, but out of everyone who is playing basketball in the NBA, Chris Paul deserves it the most. I just think that he does. And Devin Booker, he looked different last night. He looked no nonsense. He looked like he was more focused because they're on a mission, bro. They want to get an opportunity to win this thing. And if they, if I'm them, I want to see Milwaukee. I want to see the team who got rid of me and I want to get some get back and get rid of them. 
They were up two games to nothing. Two games to nothing. I got to believe that they can find a way to win a third game this year to be on the brink of a title. I got to believe that they'll get a third game. But it won't be enough. (laughs) I told y'all last year after game five, when Giannis came off that putback rebound and yammed that thing, and came down on his feet, and that camera was, I'm talking about locked in on him, and he was diagonal from LeBron. I said, oh, it's a wrap. This is his league now. I was scared to death. And I'm at home in Florida. <laughs> He's a different kind of guy. He's literally unstoppable. Defensively, offensively, but for them to win another title this year, Chris Middleton is going to have to give them what he gave them last year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep it real with you right I now. Agree. Where is he? Where is Chris Middleton? If he don't provide what he gave the Bucs last year, the Phoenix Suns will be the NBA champions this year. Because Giannis needed help, and he got plenty of it last year. Yeah. And I think he will again. Chris Middleton going to show his hand. He going to have to. Yeah, he going to show his hand. He going to have to. All in all, Bucks. In seven. They win in their Phoenix. S- they win it on their home court. So you agree the same way. They win their second title. Okay. On the road. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Finals MVP again. And the legacy continues. Mm. This is a serious situation in Milwaukee. If he wins it again this year. And he gets him another Finals MVP. There's a serious conversation that needs to begin. And I'm afraid to have it. Because what I'm seeing this dude do here, I ain't going to lie, man. I ain't seen nobody like this. And I ain't seen anything Anything that came me about it, people don't like it. Because it ain't. They don't. It ain't flashy. It ain't flashy. Yeah, it ain't sexy. Yeah. It's grind. But it's unstoppable. Can't do nothing with it, man. Do nothing. All right, real quick, Black, we're getting ready to wrap up this episode, man. A lot of basketball talk, man. Black, um, defensive player of the year. Just got announced, man. Marcus Smart. Of the Boston Celtics got his first defensive player of the year. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm he not mad at that. He had a great year defensively. He kind of got snubbed a couple years in the past. He has. And he finally got <laughs> one. He finally got one. Matter of fact, I have the I think I have the, the final numbers for the defensive player of the year. Yes, I do, right in front of me. Marcus Smart with uh, 257 uh, uh, votes. Mikhail Bridges. Oh, okay. Finished second. second. Oh, okay. okay. Rudy Gobert finished third. Bam Adebayo finished fourth. Jaron Jackson finished fifth. All right. And Giannis was outside the top five. Really? Yeah, Giannis was outside the top five. You you know, Giannis missed a lot of time this year. All right, but Marcus Smart. And he had Bam in the top five? Yeah, Bam was there. Bam was there. So, I think it's well-deserved. Shout out Marcus Smart. Yeah, shout out to Marcus Smart. Win defensive player of the year. All right. So, Black, who do you think win coach of the year? Um, I want to see Willie Green. Was he a finalist? Was Willie Green? I didn't, a finalist? I didn't see the finalist. Oh man, I, I, didn't, I didn't see. see oh, I didn't. It see was a finalist. coach from Memphis, the Suns' coach, but he won it last year. Was Boston's head coach in it? Oh, in uh, in Spo, in Spo. I think it was for Spo the for the Heat. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But out of out of out of those three, D, if I had to give it to one of them. I'm going to say Spo. Really? I'm going to say Spo. Why you say? I I I like what he's done with Miami, 
mm-hmm. he's showing that he's a really good coach. For all those years, he had LeBron, D Wade. He's got these group. He's got these group of guys that's you know has come together. Jimmy Butler being the face of this thing, and then to put him together and be a great coach and be a number one seed, Kyle Lowry, be able to bring Kyle Lowry in there and still do a great job. I like what he's doing. He's really coaching. He's one of the better coaches in the league, top five coach in the league. Might be the best coach in the league. And for him to be doing such a a, a great job, I like what he's doing. So that's why I'm going to give him the nod from the Miami Heat in the year that they've had. I'm going to take Taylor Jenkins, head coach of the Grizzlies. Okay. I think what he's done with those group, that group of players, young players, is uh, evolving to the second seed uh, in the in the Western Conference and just continuing on the pace that they've been on since last year. John Morant greatly improved. Um, I'm going to go with him. I think they've been the team that people kind of step back and said, okay, wow. You know, from wire to wire all year long. Mm-hmm. They're the second seed in the West. I'm going to go Taylor Jenkins for my coach of the year in okay. Memphis. I think it's well-deserved he grabs that. Not the disclaimed Spo or uh, uh, my guy in Phoenix. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, uh, Alvin. No, not Alvin. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of my dog name. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Phoenix uh, head coach. It's killing me, too. I can't think of it. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> um, all right, Black. MVP. We kind of talked about this back and forth on the show. Black, who wins the MVP this year? I said Giannis, but I'm going to go Embiid. Mm-hmm. I think you got to get this to Embiid because Embiid has been the best player all year. Mm-hmm. He's been dominant all mm-hmm. year. So I think you got to go ahead and let him hoist that. Yeah. Uh, horse that trophy in the second round and he'll become MVP. I agree. I think he deserves to be the MVP. I think uh, Giannis, you know, had a great year. Yoke had a great year. But um, I just think MB's been wire to wire and I think he's done it with less. All the turmoil with Ben Simmons, waiting on getting hard until after All Star break. I'm going to go Joel Embiid to be this year's MVP. All right, Black, sixth man of the year. Covenant award in the league. That's yeah, a very exciting so. award in the league. Black, who is your sixth man of the year? I seen Tyler Hero was on there. Mm-hmm. I seen Kevin, uh, Love. Kevin Love was on there. And the third person was you the know. guy from the Jazz. Uh, no, nah, it wasn't Clarkson. From, it wasn't Clarkson? It, was, it, it really don't matter, bro. It don't matter. It's Tyler Hero. Dang, bro. It's Tyler Hero. It's I want to show Kevin Love some love. No, you wouldn't, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's easy. Yeah, it's, it's easy. easy. It's, 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 it's easy. Tyler Hero. Yeah, because Miami's done. A, he's done a really good job coming off the bench for the Miami yes. Heat. But he has been doing that. Yeah, you know, since he's coming to lead, been a great asset as a six man coming off the bench. And this will finally be the year that he gets the trophy. Great bounce back year for Hero. He went off in the bubble last year. He didn't have a good year. Yeah, a lot he was hurt a lot. But he a lot, hurt people, a lot. But even when he was on the floor, his yeah. efficiency was down. Shooting percentage were down. A lot of people had a lot of negative things to say. To say, oh, Hero Kahoopa, yeah. ain't nobody in the gym. Yeah, he was in trade talks, too, for a while. He there. was. But then this year, man, he came back, man, and really restated his claim, man, and mm-hmm. really had a hell of a year. And I think he averaged 22-23 off the bench. That's a high number. I think yeah. Tyler Hero is your uh, sixth man of the year. But shout out Kevin Love. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, my man, Kevin Love. Yeah, love, man. Averaging 13 and 8, my boy. Yeah, coming off the bench, man. Shout out K-Love. I like Kevin Love. But Tyler <laughs> Hero is getting that award. All right, man. So that's going to wrap up today's show. All right. NBA basketball heavy. NFL draft is coming up. We'll get together. And I promise you we'll give you a special edition leading up. To the draft, um, talk about all of the possible things that the Jaguars are going to do, who can move up, where would Kenny Pickett go, with the kid out of Liberty, 
uh, you know, jump in? Will somebody try to trade up to get him? I mean, a lot of things to talk about. The draft is next Thursday, April the 28th, the first round on ESPN. So we'll be talking about that coming up next week. All right. Um, but until next time, always, guys, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening, sharing our show. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend about the sports desk, how me and Black give it up week in. And week out, we greatly appreciate it. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp. All right. That's where you can find us. <laughs> Black, anything for our listeners, man? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Appreciate all the love and support. Shout out to Tavares for yep. coming in, man. Yep. The little debate. The I love it. I love it. Debate. I love NBA debate. It's, it's the best. It's the best. Shout out my dog, but, Kurt. Yeah. Shout out to all the love and support we get from all our listeners, man. Week in and week out, we're going to continue to give y'all great content, man. Y'all keep rocking with us. Y'all can hit me on Instagram and Twitter at BlackENL3. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Yeah, catch us on Twitter, man, during the playoffs, man. I love tweeting during the games. Hashtag NBA playoffs. Hashtag tw- NBA Twitter. Hashtag NBA 75. All right, that's what we'll be at doing these playoff games. Let's talk about it, man. Like I, get, like I said, favorite time of the year. Is the NBA playoffs. You get different games and different scenarios each time these teams take the floor. So that's why we're wrapping it up now. A game just tipped off. I think Dallas and Utah just tipped off uh, game two. So we're going to get to the action. All right. So until next time, guys, you guys be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves, and we will see you guys next week unless there's some breaking news on episode 173 of the Sports Desk. This reduced lunch sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show.